0: Hi, and welcome back to the Pleasing God Podcast, a weekly show where we...
1: Hey, wait, that's my line. A weekly show <laughs> focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your real host, Jonathan <laughs> Soul, and as you've already heard, I'm joined again with my lovely wife... Caitlin Soul. All right. Well, here we are again for our fourth installment of The, the Fruit of the Spirit.
0: Fruit of the Spirit.
1: All right. Well... I think the last few times you've been able to read. So maybe maybe this time I'll read. Go for it. Alright, Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Well we get to talk about our favorite fruit our favorite virtue patience
0: patience patience is a virtue
1: (laughs) well you got that right (laughs) all right so when we talk about patience this is certainly a a challenging virtue Mm -hmm. right and because i think our default mode is to immediately do a self-assessment take inventory of the past day maybe the past hour whatever it might be and if we're sensitive to our conscience and honest with ourselves, we see a lot of impatience.
0: I think this is the one that, with impatience, we see the most of in our day-to-day. So how
1: would you define patience?
0: Well, very simply, how I've explained it, um, especially to kids, is waiting calmly. And I think I would add, for this conversation, waiting calmly with contentment.
1: I think of slow to anger,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Uh as that kind of corresponds with, with patience, mm-hmm. um, I'm reminded of Proverbs fourteen twenty nine, which reads, Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding, but he who has a hasty temper exalts folly. And though the word patience isn't used there, it's this idea that uh, one who is not quickly riled up, that doesn't flare up s- super fast, but is does have that calmness that waiting or with contentment, like like you said.
0: Mm. Slow to frustration. Being thoughtful, I think, has a lot to do with this too in that and there is a situation that arises that kind of gets you wanting to kind of grow in that impatience. Really having some thoughtfulness to the situation is helpful.
1: Yeah, and certainly with all of the fruit of the Spirit, this, this is what the Holy Spirit brings into our lives because this is who He is. And as a result of the Trinitarian nature of God, this is who Jesus is. This is who God the Father is. It's not like one person of the Godhead possesses like, you know, God's the angry one, Jesus mm-hmm. is the intercessor, and the Spirit is, the, is like the soft, sensitive person. It's as the Father, the Son, the Spirit, all one. And so defining patience you look to God, Mm -hmm. right? Like that is the source definition of of what patience looks like. When you think about the story of scripture, in many ways, it's the story of God's patience.
0: Yeah, I I was actually just thinking that love and patience, especially in the Old Testament, the Hebrews, God's chosen people, he displayed patience over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, and you just take the whole... And to us, but but you just see
0: that greatly in the Old Testament, his his patience.
1: Yeah, and God, even in disclosing himself, when you think about his patience, Exodus 34, 6 and 7 is one of the great passages of all of the scriptures of God's self-disclosure to Moses and... We read there that the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the children's children to the third and the fourth generation." Now, we could spend a whole show and actually would like to spend a whole show simply unpacking those attributes of God, but not here. But what we do see from even this passage is the Lord is disclosing himself as a patient God. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the most comforting truths in all of the scriptures, Mm -hmm. not just in the scriptures, in all of life, that God suffers long for us and and, and with us. I like how the King James actually translates that word, long-suffering, because sometimes patience is (laughs) suffering.
0: I actually have the definition for long-suffering here. It says, having or showing patience in spite of troubles, especially those caused by other people, and how often we cause trouble and we sin, and he exercises that long-suffering with us. Because of love, because he sees Christ,
1: Mm -hmm. and even in God's whole plan of redemption from the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter three verse fifteen, He gives out the promise that the the seed of the woman will crush the serpent's head. He will bruise your heel; you you will crush his head. And the outworking of that entire promise from that point to where it culminates some 4,000 years later in the person and work of Jesus Christ, and now on the other side of the cross, that God is patient and patiently waiting for all of his people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that that none should perish, but that the full number of his elect would come into the fold. And Actually,
0: in that passage, it specifically says, because of his patience.
1: So God is even enduring the, the wickedness of this world and for the sake of his elect, mm-hmm. that in doing so, it's as though judgment is being withheld, though it does come out many times, but final judgment mm-hmm. uh, is being withheld for the ingathering of his people. And God is patiently weaving and, and orchestrating all of history till that final day, mm-hmm. um, and to which we just say, amen, hallelujah, mm-hmm. thank you. So God is the definition. Of patience when we think about him and long suffering and enduring with difficult people and whatever it is, but let's kind of switch gears and think more practically about us as new covenant believers possessing this virtue as a result of the spirit within us and what that looks like in our lives maybe when we think about patience in circumstances yes. want to talk about that a little bit?
0: (laughs) Sure. We are always dealing with multiple circumstances at a time. Just as human beings, we're dealing with work, difficult family situations. We're dealing with grief. We're dealing with sin. We're dealing with suffering. We're dealing with just even the day-to-days of keeping a home. And there are so many aspects of this life, good and bad, that we need to constantly be practicing Patience through those situations.
1: So what are some things for you specifically that uh, will trigger an impatient response?
0: It's when I am trying to work on a project, uh, whether it's cleaning a room or a closet or, or doing a task that needs to be done. And I get interrupted uh, multiple times, usually a child asking for something, needing something or whatever it is. But just getting constantly interrupted, that will trigger impatience in me quite often.
1: I think I can relate to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in the zone. I'm going. Right. um,
0: Right. You kind of just want to put your focus in that one task and just to keep getting that interruption. Uh, But that's something I work on daily. Not letting that growing impatience, frustration, irritation grow and spill out. Because a lot of times impatience doesn't stay within. <laughs> it comes out.
1: Here's one for me. I get antsy with status quo. like Whether it be you know in my work, um, whether it be just in my life. And I need variety. I need... This is why I will need to rearrange and air a rumors. I just need mm-hmm. some... I need not change for change's sake, but it stimulates my mind. And so uh, when things just kind of seem coasting, that causes me to get kind of impatient Mm -hmm. at times. And then I can find myself prone to frustration a little easier. And I know myself and I know that sometimes I can't change circumstances. So knowing when that's happening, all right, what, what can I do? What kind of preventative measures can I have in my life so that I can exercise patience? Mm-hmm. I can't always control my circumstances. Yeah. I, I can't control my circumstances a lot of the time, um, but I can control my response. And these are, these are just some examples, I'm sure we right. can keep going on and on about ways in which we can show impatience to circumstances. And, and for you, the listener, these might not be areas for you But there are plenty other areas in which would be, I mean, when I think about uh, areas that could cause impatience through circumstances, you might be a a single person and you're thinking, am I ever going to get married? Mm -hmm. Am I ever going to have a husband or am I ever going to have a wife? And you can feel like you're getting impatient and you need to take matters into your own hands. Just just remember what Abraham did with, with Hagar. Mm-hmm. when he tried to take matters into his own hands. Yeah. And there are plenty of examples in the scriptures that patience and waiting upon the Lord never hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think we need to remember that. But there's other things. You might be in a in a position with work that you know you want to advance, you want to raise something. I don't know what it might be, but being content, being patient, doesn't necessarily mean being complacent, though, either. Mm-hmm. So understanding the, the that tension and that balance and still exercising the fruit of the spirit in that way. Mm-hmm. So those are just a couple circumstances. I mean, can you think of?
0: Oh, yeah. Sitting at a long red light. <laughs> like just even simple things that, you know, just kind of get under your skin.
1: You show up, You show up to your doctor's appointment at the time they tell you and you're in the waiting room oh yeah the waiting room the
0: waiting room (laughs) it seems
1: like the eternity room right and yeah that'll get under
0: yeah
1: that'll that'll test you so these are just some circumstances but ultimately when we think about patience patience is submission to god's sovereignty it's easier said than done yeah you know that dangerous prayer oh lord help me to exercise my patience what comes from that
0: Lots of circumstances that are going to want to make you impatient.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a time to, to work those muscles.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and that's, that's kind of the second category I wanted to talk about when, when thinking about exercising patience in circumstances, but also with people. I read this quote concerning patience. It says, there is an old maxim, patience is a virtue which all admire, but few attain. And when we think about patience towards people, I certainly would agree that that's an area where uh, we must be intentional. Mm-hmm. We must be focused. And we need to see people the way Jesus sees people. And that same care and compa- compassion and long suffering. Man, how many times do you think about Peter, that knucklehead, and you <laughs> just, like, come on, Peter. You are the Christ, son of the living God. And then just right afterwards, get behind me, Satan, and I'll never deny you, Lord. I'll nice. never deny you. And, you know, that night, three times. Yeah. And then you think, oh, he's got it. He's preaching at Pentecost, and, and he's finally arrived. And then you have in Galatians, he's denying the gospel. He's, yes. he's, he's a blemish. And yet God is so patient and so kind to him. And it's just such an example of how kind God has been to all of his sheep.
0: I'm reminded of uh, Paul when he's talking to the Thessalonians. This is the first letter and he's wrapping up the letter and he gives kind of a list of final instructions for the believers there. And part of it says in verse 14 of chapter five, and we urge you brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. And there he's listing difficult people. They're idle, they're faint hearted, they're weak, and we are to have patience with all of them.
1: So there's not a category of person that is outside the scope or sphere of our patience.
0: We're called to love and that is above all and in First Corinthians thirteen, love is patient. And that's the first the first characteristic of love that's stated there. It is patient being patient with others is loving others.
1: Yeah, direct correlation there. Absolutely. Patience kind of puts feet to that love. Yeah. And very practical principle when you're thinking about being patient with others, not just how God treats you, that absolutely. That should be hallmark number 1. But don't look at that person necessarily for who they are right now in that moment, but who they will be, who they are becoming as they are growing in likeness. remembering that we are all a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And God is doing a good work in us, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. And that's maturing us and growing us. And what is beautiful about that whole process is that he is making us more like Jesus. And in doing so, we are exercising more of the fruit of the Spirit. I think about you. You're much more patient today than you were 10 years ago. And I would hope that's the same, you know, in me. Yeah. Um,
0: By God's grace.
1: (laughs) Alone. Yes. It is certainly his grace alone. Because in and of myself, I can be impatient. I do not think that comes naturally to me.
0: When we practice impatience with others, we are forgetting the great patience that God has for us. And then for us to turn around and show impatience to another image bearer is wrong. It's sinful.
1: Get this exactly what you're saying. And I would just take that one or two steps further. First is that when we are showing that impatience towards another image bearer of God, we are in practice denying the very gospel. That we claim to follow yeah second god is still being patient with your impatience towards that person mm-hmm. and wow so thankful for a loving patient god
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think we should qualify this though uh and just make it clear that patience is not passive resignation to where like hey i'm just going to just be passive and, and, and pull myself away, because we can masquerade that kind of passive resignation as patience. And that's not what we're talking about.
0: Can you explain what you mean by that?
1: Okay, so you see a lot of the evil and immorality in this world. and you say, I'm just I'm going to patiently endure this evil. But what you're really doing is passively resigning yourself away from doing anything that might affect or push back against that evil. And so I'm patiently enduring, but you're not really doing that. You're just kind of removing Mm -hmm. yourself. And when we're talking about patience, we want to be clear that what we mean is an active endurance, not a passive resignation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Maybe another area it would be maybe good to briefly touch on is being patient with yourself. We don't see much in the scriptures about this, but I know many Christians that struggle in this area. And it's almost like we get out of balance in our understanding of law and grace. And we can be gracious with everyone else in the world but when we look in the mirror we put that person back under the bondage of the law mm-hmm. in a, in a way that we can be gospel people out there but we can be legalists to ourselves mm-hmm. and show kind of impatience frustration with ourselves how come you keep you're not getting it you're you're mm-hmm. this cycle of stinking thinking in your mind mm-hmm. intrusive thoughts that caused you to really get impatient with yourself and treat yourself in a way that you shouldn't.
0: I think we see that even with Paul. The things that I don't want to do, I do. The things that I do want to do, I don't do. He he struggled with that.
1: Yeah, but he he does get to the end of that. But thanks be to God. And he goes right into the next chapter. There's therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus.
0: It's preaching the gospel to yourself.
1: So (laughs) while... Sometimes we're knuckleheads and we do need to get it. I think there is, a, there is a place where we need to give ourselves grace, not to be antinomian, no law, but we must recognize as well as we're to be patient with those around us. We need to, we need to preach the gospel of grace to ourselves and know that God still loves me mm. and God is patient with me.
0: That doesn't give a pass. Sin, uh, but it is freeing to know that it is not based off of, off of our works. It's based off of the work of Christ on the cross.
1: Amen. Well, do you have any final words about patience?
0: This is the one that I, out of all the out of, out of all the fruit of the spirit, this is the one that I know that I struggle with, and it is something that I am continually working on. God's continually working on in me. It's one that I am actively teaching the children about and, you know, teaching children how to be patient is hard. (laughs) It makes me want to be, I think there are some times where, you know, in the day,
1: like when you yell at them, telling them not to yell,
0: or or just be patient. (laughs) I'm getting it. Just be patient. Um, So it is something that for me, it is the virtue that I Totally need to work on the most. I'm continually working on the most uh, because I've got, I do have little ones that are looking to me for their every need. And so it's the one I need to put into practice the most.
1: Yes. I wouldn't necessarily call it a respectable sin and patience, but it is one that can come out in various forms and be subtle. Yes. And really test you and...
0: You can almost not even notice you, it.
1: Yeah. I mean, you want to you want to see the level of someone's patience, a Christian, take them golfing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Well,
1: I, I just want to thank you for patiently listening to our talk on this virtue. And I want to thank you for listening to the Pleasing God podcast. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you can reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 4.3, this is the will of God, your sanctification.